Mike Tomlin wants the football. He wants his defenders to get the football. That's it. That's the only explanation anyone needs for the way this defense has been built to date this offseason. Good morning to you. Good Tuesday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Steelers. Comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into hockey and or baseball. I also offer daily shots of Penguins and Pirates in the same place that you found this for the second consecutive day yesterday out in Phoenix. Tomlin spoke with reporters. The main focal point of this conversation was losing Terrell Edmonds, keeping DeMonte Casey, and what still might or might not happen at the vital safety position. Uh, We have all Me and you and everybody else on the outside spent a ton of time talking about inside linebacker, defensive line, corner, and yet safety has been sitting there kind of quietly through the whole process right up until Edmonds was gone. And it was very, very clear that Edmonds was gone for a reason. Well, now we no longer have to guess because here was Tomlin's explanation for why the team kept Casey. He's got ball production. Um, he brings an energy and enthusiasm that's infectious, that's good for teams, not only in stadium, but day-to-day. Um, he has a stealer spirit that we value. There it is. They want hands on the football. He had Tomlin got 20 interceptions out of his secondary last season, tying for the NFL lead. And it either wasn't enough or he's trying to find them in different, maybe less predictable ways. He didn't rule out the return of the three safety system. In fact, he went out of his way to state that the Steelers are going to continue pursuing an additional safety either through free agency or the draft. And he described the type of player this way as related to the old-school concept of strong safety versus free safety. Strong and free are kind of, you know, misnomers these days. Most guys play, excuse me, play right and left, and those that don't, they're somewhat interchangeable based on schematics or calls. And I just think that's where we are. Um, you know, make a patrol in the middle of the field and, and as a home base, and, and we work off of that. Now, everyone's going to go picking through the hints of everything that he might have said that might have suggested, especially as it relates to the draft, what the Steelers' actual plan is going to be here. I would be surprised, and I've been saying this for months, if the Steelers relied on Casey to be the main guy, meaning the 17-game partner alongside Minka Fitzpatrick. Because as Tomlin would go on to say in praising Edmonds' tenure in Pittsburgh, he was always available, always tough, and all that other stuff. And Casey, tough or not, wasn't that guy in terms of availability last season, missing half the schedule. But I'll reemphasize here that the main takeaway for me was the ball hawking. Tomlin has long seen that as... 50% ability and 50% want to. And when you heard in the first clip that I played for you there, 
that he values Casey's personality, his character. Uh, I've shared with you guys many stories about Casey, and he's basically he's a real loud mouth. I mean, he has a voluminous presence in a locker room. Everyone hears him. And with the obvious exception of the time that Casey was hurt, uh, once he came back, it did not take him long to ratchet up the decibel level. This is what Tomlin wants. He wants guys who have big, can I say obnoxious? Yeah, okay. It's my show, right? Big obnoxious presence is in the locker room and on the field. He wants a defense that's got attitude. And there is no such thing as a defense with attitude that doesn't come with corresponding takeaways because that's where the attitude comes from. That's the reason they will run the length of the field to pose for the mythical picture in the end zone. That's why he wants this to be a badass defense for lack of a more diplomatic way to phrase it. What can you expect at Point Park University in downtown Pittsburgh? Respect Rigor, relevance, that's the Point Park pledge. You'll be treated with respect while being challenged and supported academically to graduate with career-ready, relevant skills. Visit pointpark.edu to learn more. And for whatever good things you can say about Edmonds, and I've said plenty, I have never once pretended that he is that guy. He is not the ball hawk. He's not the big mouth. Cares! Passionate about what he does, but he isn't that. And you could see, plain as day, for the first time, why the Steelers went the way they did, and oh, by the way, why they might continue to do more. Because when Tomlin says, we're still pursuing this position, yes, he's confirming the three-safety set. But he's also saying, wait, wait, there's one more. There's one more on the way. He didn't try that standard sports executive bluff about saying, well, we really believe in Trey Norwood, or we really believe in so-and-so who's somewhere deep on the depth chart. No, he said, we're going to go get somebody, and you can be very sure it's going to be somebody who will chase the football down. The other thing that this makes me wonder, though, I have to throw this in parenthetically before we go to break, if this is the priority, if this is the way he's thinking, about rounding this particular defense out, then what does that mean for Joey Porter Jr., who, while he excelled in almost every category at Penn State, didn't exactly become known as a ball hawk. When we come back, J1Q. This segment of Daily Shot is brought to you by our good friends at Mike's Beer Bar. They're located on Federal Street, directly across from PNC Park. Mike has more than 500 beers on tap, including from more than 50 local breweries. Stop in and say hello. Tell Mike we sent you. Mike's Beer Bar. Today's J1Q comes from Brad, who says, Is the three safety set a way to capitalize on the current market prices for safeties and put an effective defense on the field with a collective reduced cap hit? Dude, it sounds like you're onto something, but I'm not so sure that's what the Steelers would be doing. If you think about the construction of an NFL roster, of course you have to think about the way different positions get paid, most notably the quarterback. 
once you have the quarterback's salary in place, or in the Steelers' case, since they have the highest paid backup in the NFL, did you know that? In Mitch Trubisky, you have to think about what that position overall makes. But when it comes to something like this, the ball hawking concept that I spoke of in the opening segment is going to take precedence over anything. You're not going to align, in other words, your defense in a three-safety set just because you can get two other safeties, meaning besides Minka, at a bargain rate. I don't believe that you can compensate, for example, for a lack of efficiency and productivity at the inside linebacker position by sliding up a third safety. If that had been the Steelers' aim... And think about this. If that had been what they'd set out to do here, they would have just kept T.E. And they would have kept him for peanuts. Because now you would have had between Casey making $3 million and T.E. making $2 million, you would have had those guys, uh, one of them in a position to hang back and go for the big splash and everything, meaning Casey and T.E., who basically plays like a linebacker anyway right up at the line with the ability to drop back or the ability to follow a tight end or whatever it is that you'd want him to do. And your model, and your model would have been followed. That's obviously not what they're going for. They're going for a more predatory style of football. They're going for take care of business up front, especially in the interior. Stop the run, first and foremost. Make sure you're sealing the edges even with your pass rushers. These new inside linebackers, unlike most of the previous inside linebackers, make the tackle when the defensive front doesn't. And from there, utilize these multiple and one extra safeties to handle whatever other business needs to be handled in terms of pass coverage. Now, if that sounds like taking a backdoor approach to replacing Ryan Shazier, all these years later, well, maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. Because for whatever you can say about the new guys that the Steelers have brought in at inside linebacker, nobody's confusing them with anybody who'd be elite in coverage or being one of those, well, Shazier type linebackers who can go sideline to sideline, eating up screen passes. By the way, the one thing that Devin Bush was really good at, and they'd instead have another secondary guy doing that. Ooh, this is all so fascinating. But just seriously, seriously, guys, between the free agency, the draft, and this little bit of intrigue with the safety position, I, I am just really, really interested to see how this plays out. I appreciate this question. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Steelers, and we'll do another one of these tomorrow. 